Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, all you dog-loving peeps out there. Welcome back to the No Bad Dogs podcast with me, Tom Davis, America's canine educator. First and foremost, as always, people, thank you so much for listening and consuming my content. It means the world to me. Uh, You don't realize that starting a dog training career and going down the path that everyone said you shouldn't do uh, is definitely very, very challenging. And you guys supporting me on the podcast and watching my YouTube videos and commenting on my Instagram and things like that uh, make it possible for me to continue to do what I do and gives me ammunition and inspiration every day. So seriously, thank you guys so much for supporting me and helping my dreams come true. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, today we have a very, very good podcast with an online session. This particular dog owner has two shepherds and she's having problems with leash reactivity and she's just going through the turmoil of how do I correct them? When do I correct them? Why do I correct them? What should I use to correct them? Um, should I punish them? Should I not punish them? Uh, her friends are saying this. Her other friends are saying this. Um, she loves them, so she doesn't want to punish them. Um, so it's a really good, encompassing uh, podcasting conversation with one of my online clients. Um, so we're going to get right into that. But before I do, I want to thank my sponsors over at dogtra.com. You guys know it's the only e-collar remote collar that I use and trust for my uh, YouTube videos as well as talk about here on the podcast. So thank you, Dogtra, for sponsoring the podcast. And if you guys are interested in purchasing uh, Dogtra equipment in the future, you guys can use my discount code, which saves you 10% off, which is pretty cool. Uh, You can use NBD10 at checkout on Dogtra.com. So it doesn't work with Amazon. It just works for Dogtra.com, but you can receive 10% off using that code. So that's pretty cool. We're also doing a brand new thing here on the podcast, guys, because I just looked at our rankings across the United States and some other countries, and we're ranked top 10 in the dog pet industry world in podcasting. And I we also, we, I say we because you guys support it. You guys rock with it. You share it. You listen to it. You download it. You review it. So you guys help me, um, and we're in the top 10, and we also just got a second-year award for the Top Dog podcast um, from BuzzFeed, I think, which is pretty cool. So thank you guys for helping me do that. It's a huge accomplishment. I'm very honored. Um, so what we're doing is we're doing No Bad Dog merch and uh, online giveaways. So what we're going to do is every single podcast, I'm going to be giving away free No Bad Dog merch, as well as potentially online sessions with me for half an hour. So it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can work with me face-to-face. And we're going to be doing this every single episode, and you guys can apply. Even if you won, you can keep doing it every episode. All you have to do is you have to review this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Take a screenshot after you reviewed it and send it to me on Instagram at Tom Davis via um, direct message. And I'll enter you uh, in and we'll announce the winners a couple of days after this podcast is posted. If you guys have already done that, don't worry. You still have a chance to be entered to win for sure. All you have to do is just screenshot this screen of the podcast and uh, you guys can uh, upload it and tag me on Instagram as well to enter to win. So we're doing giveaways every single episode. And we're also, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, we're also doing giveaways on every single post. Uh, The reason why I'm doing this is because 
I want to give back. Um, we also started doing fundraising and stuff on my YouTube. So now is the year for me to just give back as much as I can. But I want to have it be fun and engaging with you guys. So uh, we're giving away stuff every single post on my YouTube, my Instagram, and on my podcast now. So anyway, here we go with the podcast, guys. Good afternoon. Hey, Lisa. Yes. Hey, it's Tom Davis. How are you? Hi, Tom. Good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for asking. All right, so let's yeah. let's just let's jump right into it, Lisa. What do you what do you have going on? Well, um, I have two um, Belgian shepherds. Okay. Um, they're two. They just turned two. Um, and it seems they're not spayed or neutered. They're brother and sister. So I've been trying to do that new waiting till they're two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it seems each time Callie goes into her heat cycle, mm-hmm. um, diesel obviously goes crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, but this last time, he, it was the worst one. But it seems like they're okay. They have a couple issues, and it's my fault. I know it's me um, because everybody tells me I'm too soft. But it's I love them. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, it's hard for me to be mean. Yeah. I will say that, but I try my best to correct any issue. They're fine with people, um, but it seems like I was saying when she goes through her heat cycle, we step back, like we go backwards a little bit because mm-hmm. he goes out of his mind, and then he's like at other dogs, you know, he's, it's okay walking, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, I can get by, but it's not fair to him. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to anybody. I just want them to be fine. Like I've watched your videos um, and I respect every, you know, and I've had German Shepherd, um, one of my friends help me out with diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, bring the hardest one. So, and he was fine, but I don't like choking them. Okay. I have a very hard time. Um, I have, she gave me, well, you know, I bought the nylon choke. Um, and I don't like doing that. I've never liked collars. I've always been a harness person if I need anything, you know, to take them to the vets. Um, so I had a hard time with that, you know. I don't like that, and I saw, you know, which I didn't realize, but like you were saying in your videos, it it only goes, like, you know, in one point. Yeah. So with the Hermspringer, however you say that, that Hermspringer, yep. the uh, prong um, made perfect sense to me. But I don't know anything about them. Okay. I don't know how to use it, and I don't want to use it wrong. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's a good, uh, good energy to have about it. Um, let me just uh, intervene here for a second. So, a um, couple things, Lisa. So the thing is, is like, you know, I, I'm always, uh, I'm always like to listen to hear what, uh, what, what, what dog owners have to say, and and then I kind of like give them my feedback on it. So, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So like when you something that you said is like, I don't want to be mean to the dogs. I don't want to hurt the dogs. And of course, nobody in their right mind would would want to do anything like that on purpose for fun. So one thing that you have to take into consideration when working with dogs, especially 
you know, very driven, um, working, yep. high energy, smart, intelligent dogs, like most dogs are, you have to take into consideration that um, you, the the best thing you can do for your dog is to give them structure, uh, right? To give them guidance, to give them leadership. I think that that's the right. the, the number one thing dog owners miss out on the most with their dogs is just basic structure of right. rules and regulations, guidelines, because dogs are much like they're like 10 times as, as energetic and as, as, as I don't want to say crazy, but they have a lot more instinctual things going on in them than kids. And so just imagine just, just letting them do whatever they want when they want and expecting uh, good outcomes, calm, you know? So, so for me, I just, I want you to have a, um, an understanding and maybe just a clarification that, you know, giving them that guidance and that structure and that leadership is, the best thing that you can possibly do to them. And I know what you mean uh, about you don't want to be mean to them by you don't want to maybe hurt their feelings or tell them no about something or correct them and, and whatever. Um, but just, just reflecting on that, just, just making sure that you do identify the fact that giving them that, Hey, this is really uh, not a good idea. And here's why aspect to your relationship is, is extraordinarily uh, beneficial important yeah. yeah and I do you know I do and like my son and my husband say yeah but you don't do it in the right way right right you, so yeah, I was yeah, yeah. like well I've had shepherds my entire life but you know what to be honest we've never I grew up in the country so we never had fencing we never you know what I mean I never you know <laughs> had any of that yeah. but I had when I come down here I mean I did but I also I mean, I had them, you know, I have fencing, but I never actually, I worked with them here and kept them here with me. You know, we just, you know, would play and run and do walks in like fields, you know, in the back. I never actually was a walker on the road with them. Mm -hmm. And these two, I have been, I've been trying, you know, and like I said, they're fine with people. It's, and it's my fault. I mean, my vet had said, don't, if you don't want to over vaccinate, do not expose them to other dogs until all their shots are done. Right. But that's my error. I should have mm-hmm. done that. And I don't think I would have the issue I'm having now. I think they're more, because I've like watched again your videos, I think they're more fearful because they don't, ha- they did not get all that socialization. Sure. So what are you at a younger age? So so you're dealing with uh, reactivity when uh, when yes when okay okay so you're dealing with reactivity on the leash or just at the house or what's what's um, what's going on both and I think on the leash it's because I have the nylon choke mm-hmm. and there is no and my friend um, from the German Shepherd she has said too to keep it snug. And I have watched, like, again, lots of your videos where yours are total opposite. And I had said to her, and no offense to anybody, it's, I know, it's all on me. I know it. I'm not blaming nobody but myself. Um, she had just said, no, Diesel likes that. He likes it tight. And I was like, but isn't that hurting him? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, he likes it. It's security for him. I was like, yeah. oh, God. 
Yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you just have to, and another thing is, is and, and that's why these online sessions are so good because it's it's really just, it's really just ironing these things out. Um, right. And, and you know, you I appreciate uh, you trusting me, and I'm grateful for, for you. Oh, I do. I love, I mean, I, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I had told my husband, I was like, I really want to connect with him because I really feel comfortable of what I've been seeing. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, that's, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's the biggest biggest compliment I could ever get is just having trust, uh, and I appreciate that. So I can tell you that... Um, it, that's that's exactly right. I mean, dogs, we we can't we can't think like a human and train a dog. You know, we can't think like, oh, that's kind of tight. Like, if it was tight for you, yeah, it would be uncomfortable. But you know, you're not yep. you don't have four legs and and you know, on the ground with it. Right. You know, so so you just have to right. realize that. Again, right. like, but I don't like to choke him out. You know, choke mm-hmm. either one of them out when we're walking. You know, when another dog comes, and again, I. I'm sure it's something I am doing incorrect mm-hmm. that I would like your help yeah. fixing. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah. So, again, moving forward, like, you know, using any type, first of all, using any type of tool, no matter what you're trying to use, right. harness, gentle lead, prong collar, right. e-collar, slip collar, no matter what you're using, um, it's only as good as you. So it's not something that you can put on and um, it just works and it's beautiful yeah. and you know, whatever it's, it's, right. it's not that easy. You know, it's not like training wheels where you pop them on and they're self-correcting exactly. and you're off to the races. It's, it's right. the, the tools that we use are only as good as the handler. And, and just like anything else in the world, like if you buy, if you're a new uh, guitar player and you buy the most expensive guitar there is on the planet, but you don't know how to play, well then it's, it's going to sound like crap, yeah, right. you know? Right. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's good that you have the, the state of mind that you're in, that you, you, you know, that, um, your, your problems on the leash and, and your relationships with your dog is probably because of the things that you're doing, which is the first step is right. kind of a, not, yep. a, not necessarily admitting cause it's really not, you know, it's, it's pretty clear, but it's just right. uh, recognizing that. And so, yes. So moving, and they do much, they do really good. Um, that when I change, I tried like the way that you're saying, you know, with the leash, mm-hmm. I have the leather leashes and I've tried. Callie is perfect. I mean, she, I mean, you know, I'm just saying compared to what she sure. was, she does excellent. The issue, and I've been working them together because I stick one inside and the others have it, you know, in the one outside is okay, but the one inside going batshit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I was like, that was one of my questions. Is it okay to work them both? I saw that one video with the two huskies, but they didn't have reacting issues or fence aggression. So I, I don't know. So yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I need. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what you need is, is, a, is kind of like a, just a big reset on, on what you're dealing with and, and, and what you're doing. Um, cause again, like all of these little things, so I, I call it like a micro macro situation. All of these little yep. things that you, that you're dealing with, um, are, are product of a bigger picture. Um, it, right. it, the bigger picture is your relationship with your dogs. Why are your dogs feel the need to do certain things? You know, why, besides the fact that they're animals and things like that, but right. why are they reacting? Why are they pulling? Why are they, why are these doing things is, is all part of a bigger picture. So it's kind right. of like, I tell people it's kind of like learning, individual dance moves to create a full recital right you learn everything individually and that's more of what you're dealing with it's not well my dog pulls 
and my dog chokes and my dog reacts. It's it's more of like, why are they doing this? Why do they feel right. that they can do this? Why do they feel like they yep. are doing this? You know, so you need to just recollect and take a step back and 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 tackle these little things and but build right. build yourself as a dog owner as well to to create that confidence and to to create that um, that ability to, to to instill into them as you're the leader. Will really right. will really help them uh, long term your your longevity right. of your training. So right. let's just take a step back a little bit. So they're reactive uh, on the leash. They're it sounds like they're pulling and things like that. Um, Only when another dog is coming. Right, right. But but realistically, it, there's always going to be other dogs around. So that's that's correct. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So so I understand what you're saying. You're just trying to point out the fact that hey, you know what? Um, they're actually not always pulling. Only when things get realistic. Right. <laughs> you know. So yeah. so for me, I I, I kind of like I understand what you're saying. I get it. I'm the same way. I'm the same exact way about like ordering a sub. You know, I'll I'll say, oh yeah, and I, they're like, yeah, yeah, we know. It's like, oh okay, right. So I, I get it, but at the same time, you do have to realize that like, if your dogs are doing certain things, you know, some people will say, oh my dog's great inside but not outside. I'm like, well then you're not your dog's not great all around with their obedience. They're right. Only correct. You know what good right. is it if you know they're only good yep. in one place? So, right. um, taking a step back and just restructuring what you're doing with your dogs. And I think a lot of times dog owners get very overwhelmed with having two dogs, especially because they try to tackle the whole thing at once. And that's extremely hard to do, especially Mm -hmm. two things is you have a learning curve on how to become a better handler. And then the dogs also have a learning curve on how to, 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 to take in what you're teaching them as a, as a teacher. Right. And so, you know, you're basically going to get you're you're basically starting off on level four out of five when you haven't even graduated from level one, which is why you're right. seeing as much frustration as you are and um, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So the right. reaction and then uh, on the leash as well as in the house. Um, so let me take a step back and I want you to explain to me what you're doing with them as far as training. Like what can they do that you feel confidently that they can do? Like and and again, not saying. Well, they can sit inside, they can down inside, they can stay inside. What can they universally do anywhere? Um, they're good. Like, I don't let them outside the door, like, to just open the door and let them go, whoa, out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so because do- I want... So are you yes, put, are you putting them in like a sit stay and then opening the door yep. and releasing them? Okay. Yeah, and okay. then, then I have them stay, even with the door open. Until I say okay, good, and then we then we go out. Good, good, that's great. Um, and we work all around. Like I said, it, they have really. I've found a big difference of letting the leash be loose with my hand, which was another thing that I had said to her, my friend. I had said, I thought you're supposed to have your arms straight down and not up. She's like, don't listen to that. She's like, no, how can you can't do that? So I was like, huh? <laughs> like, oh God. But yeah. I found a huge difference mm-hmm. again, especially with Callie. That she like picked up like and she stays right on the side. Diesel. And again, you know, I need I would like your help. He feels he needs to be in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like like a shoulder lane, like his head's got to be, he's got to be in front of me. 
Mm-hmm. And I try just to take, you know, I pull a little bit to say, hey, back here. Yep. So, and then he goes back up. So let's let's take <laughs> let's take that a step further and step back a little bit. Now, what? How much have you? How much have you um, taught them how to heal? So I know what you're saying. I oh, they're. I, yep. I understand. They do fine. Yep. Okay. So when you tell them to heal, they actually will walk nicely next to you, both of them. Yes. Well, what I use is this way. That's just what I've okay. started yeah, sure, with, sure, with sure. them. I say this way, mm-hmm. and then I work and go the opposite way. Um, Callie is great doing that. Diesel, sometimes, because he's just picking, like I said, I'm changing the leash way. So I've had to, like, put my knee, you know, to go mm-hmm. have him go that way, which I was doing before, but I wasn't using the same grabs on the leash it was a tight hole yeah so um they do great that way and if if i stop he immediately stops okay now what about and he'll sit how long are you how long are you doing that how long are you how long are you doing that duration of of the 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 healing working with them yeah Yeah. like when you i normally do like 20 minutes 20 minutes, 25, depends, you know, we're out and I walk, you do them around okay. together. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, I would suggest for you to, again, just take a step back and really start to compartmentalize what your dogs know and what they don't know. And, right. and that really is, it takes another step when, when you're asking your dogs to, again, it's the same thing of, um, you know, when people say, oh, my dog is, is fantastic in the house, but not out of the house. And, and kind of like what I'm listening to what you're saying is, is your dogs are only good when there's nothing else going on, which doesn't really make it applicable. I mean, it's great that you're at that level, but you need to take it a step further with your obedience and start. Um, so mainly people will do obedience, um, in a, in a very controlled environment that is not, uh, there's nothing really going on. So, so you're, you're practicing in a, in a, in, in an arena with nobody else in it. And then when, right. when the opponent shows up or the other dog or however you right. want to apply right. that, then you yep. don't, you don't know what to do, which is a problem. So you have to, you have to be able to transition your obedience into more realistic, um, applications. But, right. but what I would do is, is make sure that you're obedient your obedience is is getting introduced into that 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 environment um a little bit slower than what you're dealing with so i would recommend right. i would recommend bringing them out individually and working them out on a walk if you feel like you're comfortable on the walk with just one of them and yeah. and really double down on exactly what you need to be working on with those dogs individually you mean out of- i mean say it again you cut out Sorry. I apologize. That, out on the street or yeah. in well, here? Yeah. Well, no, that, I always do them separately when I walk them out on the street because I can't, I, you know, if my husband's not here, mm-hmm. we do them together if he is. And I started a while back mm-hmm. um, and I had said to him, because he just would walk them. And I said, well, when I come to another dog, I have them sit if I feel they're getting worked up. And then I have them sit. And I'm just talking to the, cause I like, I run in the neighborhood too. So I know all the dogs. So I just am talking to the other dog being, I don't know if that's okay or if I should not be doing that, but I do so that they calm down 
and then I'll move a little bit closer. And if they do work up a little bit, if I feel they're getting worked up, I have them sit again, and then we wait. So what do you, so, so I don't know if that's right or wrong. Well, do, do it do it again. So walk me through the process. You see another dog, and you're out with either one of your dogs, and you. Um, so what you're doing is is your dog. St- what is your what is your dog doing? Well, when we're on the street and another dog's passing, then I immediate I can I am look I I can sense that they're already and it might be from me. I'm not saying it's probably me. Um, that they're already like, like looking like so they're building focusing up. They're right bu- on that yep. dog. They're building up, right? Yep. Okay. Yes, they're building. So I'll turn them around, and we'll walk the other way, and then they'll turn their head back like, "Where's that dog?" And I'm like, "Nope, this way." And we just we go, and then I'll turn around because then we're farther away. Mm-hmm. So I'll turn around so that they see that dog, and they do it again. And I turn them back around. Okay. So and we walk. Away. Okay. What are you saying during that? I mean, are what are you are you saying anything? Or are you just? What's... Um, I just well, I just had that. You know, when I turn them, I say this way, and then have them come. Um, but I also am putting pressure. I was putting pressure at the same time as I was saying it, without giving them that opportunity, like mm-hmm. I've seen in your videos, of coming before correcting. Right. Right. So, so that's my that was my other proud that you know mm-hmm. I was told that that's how you know and it's fine again it's on me I'm I need fixing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when, yeah. so when I was saying to you when we're going by a home where another dog is tied out or has the invisible fence that's where I work where if I feel they're getting worked up that I have them sit. Okay. And I don't know if that's right or wrong. If that builds them up more, I'll have them sit or I turn them around and then come back. I, I don't know if that's well, you a have good to, or a bad. Well, you have to apply your obedience. So if right. you're if you're out and you and your dog so the way that I one of my clients actually taught me this is a great analogy. You want to take the pot off the, the heat uh, in a simmer before it goes to a boil. So once yep. once yeah. your dog starts building, right, starts building yep. and building, you, you can see that in the body language. You can see their ears perking up. They might start right. whining, whatever. That's where your obedience comes into place. And that's really the question is, is does your dog actually um, obey? Yeah, obey yep. that obedience. <laughs> so, when yep. you, so when you say diesel or Cali heel or, or whatever, right. that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where the actual training starts. Because if your dog only heals around the house with nothing going on, then it's really just uh, smoke and mirrors. It doesn't, it doesn't matter yep. as much as, um, but that's yep. where you start. So that's, that, there's right. nothing wrong with right. that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of dogs walking by now, you know, and I've been working with them that way. Mm-hmm. And Callie is doing wonderful, even in the window, because I have a big bow window and I'll say, leave it, in which I always use like before, you know, way before, but I loved that. I saw you say that. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. cool. Okay. Um, and they're doing much better because they were getting mixed signals. Like I'll say something, but then my husband says something. Then my hus my son says something different. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Can we just use? Can we just use leave it?" You could use whatever. My, yeah, you can use right. whatever you want. The most important thing is is just being consistent. I mean, you can say Ooh, correct. S- that's right. Spaghetti and meatballs. Right. It doesn't really matter what you say. Just right. making sure that everybody's on the same page because then you're exactly. Dog, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have to just yeah. So you have to just get on the same page. Um, 
Right. But again, and I do reward them. And my son's like, why are you rewarding them? And I'm like, because mm-hmm. they actually, they did. If they barked at first, they stopped and they listened. Right. So I'm telling them that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> well, no. You, so, so let me, let me uh, paint you a picture here. So if you're, if you're walking with your dog and uh, they start building, and, and, it, and I think it's a natural thing for dogs to do, to get a little stimulated right. to... Um, yeah. Because they see another dog or they hear another dog or they probably will smell the dog first and they go, right. hey, where, where is that dog coming from? What, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you say, hey, leave it just to disengage the dog, especially if your dog is going to build to a point of, of reaction and, and failure right. on the leash. Because um, some Which dogs. Don't want. Right, yeah. exactly. But, but my point is, is some, some people will um, think that they have to do that with their dog if, if their dog's just curious and just sits on the leash and looks you don't have to correct your dog for anything that's totally okay for your dog to be curious and suspicious of the other dog i think that that's fair for that to happen but you you know that either diesel or Callie are going to work up to a point of failure they're going to react um they're going to be silly on the leash and and what have you so what i would suggest for you is to make sure that when you're seeing him build a bit that you are uh, able to correct him a little bit, so just giving him that leave it command or that disengagement command um, before he builds uh, right. to just let yep. him know. And then if he, dis- if he does get to a point of reaction, and that's where your punishment will come in. And I think that that's, that's the biggest thing that's holding you back right now is yep. the amount of uh, clarity in your corrections and your, yep. amou- your amount of uh, ability to correct the dog um, right now and i think that that's where you're correct. you're falling uh flat on yep is like you said now, you're, you're choking the dog versus correcting the dog which is uh not what you right want to do. Be- because he's going you know and i don't know what else because that's the only collar that i have on them and in the driveway even you know with another dog like i said cal is doing wonderful that way she really has changed which i'm proud of her what? but diesel he does, you know, another dog's come out and be like, leave it, and I'll turn around, you know, and then he'll be like, where is it, you know, and um, and then he starts, so he's already pulling, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing something wrong that he's already, he's worked up, mm-hmm. and he's pulling on the choke collar yeah. that I don't know what I'm supposed to do right. now, because now I'm building him because he's getting choked, so to say, mm-hmm. and now he really wants the dog. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's where that's where a lot of dog owners have problems and that's where um you know that's where handling comes comes a big role and it's not easy by any means. It's yep. very difficult to develop that skill. Well, let me tell you, you make it look real easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know. And that's that's probably the only downside to to the training that I do honestly because of that. Uh people yep. they, they I handle their dog and boom it's it's better you know and and yeah, that, that's yeah. honestly something that 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 it works against me most times because uh dog owners then handle the leash and it's completely different but you have to just realize oh, I, yeah 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 the amount- i saw that one video mm-hmm. of the older lady i felt bad for her you know mm-hmm. and i knew I, I i knew as well immediately when you were handed the leash back over what was gonna happen yeah. i was like oh no <laughs> yeah and some dogs yeah. are just too much for people and um I think a lot of that was a big shepherd for yeah. that poor lady that couldn't walk straight. Even I felt bad. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, and it's unfortunate. You know, a lot of people uh, in our society just think that dogs are dogs, and um, 
Yeah. They're not for everybody, that's for sure. And, no, uh, absolutely not. Nope. So I think that that's really where you're coming into play. So let's 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 focus on that where where you're getting into a situation where they know heal, but they're saying, I don't care about the heel right now. And, correct. and you don't have the opportunity to then correct the dog properly, effectively, efficiently um, at that time, which creates, you know, prob- problems. Correct. Um, right. So, so at that point, I would be switching to something else that gives you, and again, we talked about tools. Um, right. You're going to probably need something like a prong collar or something that allows you to put a little bit more pressure on the dog and, and make it easier for, for you to handle the dog because the prong collar is going to be the safest tool to use during this time. Because it takes it takes somebody with a lot of skill to be able to wrap a piece of rope around a do- an animal and control their behavior in unforeseen circumstances and uh, arousal states and and different uh, stimulation right. environmental things. Um, it, it takes a, an insane amount of skill and practice uh, to do that. And using the prong collar is just another tool to use to get you there faster. That will allow you to be more successful with the least amount of force. Right, and I saw I've seen you do that. You switch over. Yeah, usually, yep. not all a lot in your videos. Yep. But my issue, like I had said initially when we started talking, mm-hmm. I do not know anything about them. I don't want to get the wrong one. I've yeah. seen, I've looked on Herm Springer, and I see only for like thirty pound dogs, up to fifty five pound. I mm-hmm. go, I I got an eighty and a ninety pound dog. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, and that's that's a great and again, you know, that's that's a like I said in the beginning, Lisa, like it's really fantastic that you've waited uh to this time to do that because that's where unfortunately some dog training tools plainly just don't work because uh, a lot of right. people will get them and there's no hand like when you buy a collar there's really no handbook guidelines or anything right. just, right. and and honestly 97% of the people who get a prong collar uh, doesn't fit it right and it doesn't work and they shelf it and move on uh, and unfortunately uh, in most cases actually they just get rid of the dog or, or worse right which is very I know and I see it in German Shepherd Rescue all the time all, all the, the time. time and all they need <laughs> and that's the thing is, is, is all they need is just a little bit of guidance and a little bit of pressure from from a tool right you know it's like right. it's, it's like somebody sitting there really complaining uh, about walking all the way to California and I'm like hey you know what you can just take a plane and be there in like four hours right <laughs> and it's right. like oh Stop really about yeah. It, right? yeah but but then there's certain people that are like, no, that's a shortcut. It's like, it's not a shortcut. If I'm trying to build a house, I'd rather use a power tool than uh, a hammer and a nails. I mean, this is, this right. is crazy. So, <laughs> right. so I, I, what I'm going to do, Lisa, is I'm going to send you over um, the recommendations that I would get if I were you Perfect. as far as uh, tools and things like that. And what you Thank need to you. do is just uh, go in and practice this stuff with, with a little bit more it's just going to give you more control. It's going to give you more power right. steering in this in right. this sequence, in this environment. And right. I'll send that over to you. Um, do you think that if you had that that missing piece of just a little bit more control, that you're going to be able to handle the situation uh, during that time? Is that is that what you think you're I missing? I feel I I do, I feel like I would be able to instead of choking. I, I don't sure. like again. I don't want to injure them, and I feel. And I think that is a big problem for me as well. Even I know that, like I said, everybody says you're too soft. Well, I don't need their larynx and everything. I don't need issues. You know, yeah. 
I don't yeah, want to yeah, hurt yeah. them. Of course not. Of course not. So, and, and that's the thing is and that's, you know, and that's a, like I said, that's great for, for you to be able to, to recognize, you know, that thing is like, okay, this isn't working. And that's, that's great. A lot of people right. don't have that ability to, to say like, right. okay, this isn't working. They just, and the thing is, yep. is dogs are so resilient. Um, they don't care if you're choking them. They will go and go and go and go. Um, oh, I, I know it. Like she'll, you know, she does, she choked. And I said to my husband, I go, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you know? Just, and yeah. he's like, well, it works for her. And I go, that's okay. Yeah. I love her to pieces. But I can't choke my dog. I just can't do that. Right. I well, can't do it anymore. Yeah, and you're not. You know, you know. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're not doing it on purpose. And, and like I said, I've, I've, you know, I've worked with uh, police canines and different scenarios yep. where, you know, things have to change quick. And I've seen handlers try to choke their dog out for 15, 20 minutes, and they don't care. <gasps> they do not care. Oh my god. Doesn't it? Doesn't affect them. But, but that's the oh thing my. of like what makes me able to but but the thing is 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 the dog is they don't feel that they don't they don't they're not looking at you because again when you're saying i don't want to choke my dog you you're actually putting yourself in a situation based off emotion of like you're actually right. thinking your your dog does not care what, right. because the re, the reason why your dog is choking is because they're pulling and if they're pulling right. they're choking and if they keep pulling then they're then then they don't know how to turn that off and so they don't exactly if it, if it was effective to a point where they're like okay this is aversive enough where i want to stop pulling because i know that this yep. is creating the choking then they would stop but the, right. the reality is is dogs are insanely insanely more resilient than we think and we give them credit for which is what makes it hard for us to train them sometimes because yeah we don't realize how how effective uh, and how not effective things can be to them because they don't feel things the way that we feel things. They don't, they don't really right. base a lot of their decisions based off emotion. It's mm -hmm. very yep. primalistic and, and instinctual for them. And it's usually just a, a, a decision, you know, like for an example, uh, I'll give you a great example. Uh, I was working at a wolf sanctuary uh, a couple summers ago and this, this is what, this is a, applicable to what you're, what you're dealing with. Uh, this little bird fell out of a tree and it was going to die because it was just a little hatchling. And so uh, one of the volunteers in this, one of the volunteers at the time was like, okay, well, it's going to die here. I can just feed it to the wolves. I mean, it was already pretty much dead, uh, if not dead. And, and so she just, she just threw it over the, uh, the thing. And there were people kind of around watching the scenario oh, God. and, and <laughs> it was a, it was a baby chick that was already dead and the wolves ate it. And people were like flabbergasted. And, yep. but, but you have to realize that animals do not care what, what right. things are. They will kill and, and do whatever yeah. they want whenever they want, because they feel like they can and need to do right. so. So right. you just have to, you have to be really careful about how much emotion you put into your decision-making with your dogs, because it'll set you back. Um, it could set you back in, in ways that you can't get out of because you're, thinking like a person trying to train an animal, which can work against you. So you got to be careful how you well, do that. Tr right. And I'm sure, obviously, you know, they pick up through the leash that, you know, of me feeling the way that I'm feeling. I know that. So mm -hmm. I know it's me. <laughs> I just need you to, like, fix me. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I, and again, I'm just trying to coach you through the process and, and teach you yeah. that, um, you know, dogs are, they're, they're animals. And, and to be completely honest with you, if you let your dogs out in the middle of nowhere, they would the, the likelihood of them surviving on their own is good. I mean, they're going to find shelter, they're going to find water, they're going to hunt, they're going to kill little rodents that are cute and fluffy, and they're going to survive through garbage cans and, and whatever, and they can do that for years, 
years, right. you know, and, and it's been, it's been proven that dogs can live on their own without us. Um, right. you know, it's, it's a nature right. of the beast to just, to just realize how, how much we think too much about, uh, some of the emotional stuff that, that we think about. And we can't really apply that to dog training because it, right. it that doesn't, that's not applicable to them because you, you can't right. have that conversation with them. Right. Oh yeah. I know. And I feed them, I cook for them. I don't, they get no kibble. I give them all organic food and vitamins and they went out. I was shocked. They, they both had a, they had a bunny. They grabbed, they got a bunny Mm -hmm. and they were playing tug of war with it. I go, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And and the other thing is too, is like, and that's the, that's the other thing. Like, you know, when you're cooking food and stuff for dogs, like they don't, you don't even need to cook it. I, I, you can feed dogs, oh, know. you know, whole, whole chickens, literally whole chickens, bone and all, and they'll eat the whole thing and, and be done with it. They don't see. And that's the thing is like, and that's what I try to do is I, I try to use my experience as a professional. So like I said, I've worked in search and rescue, law enforcement, animal control officers. I, I've, I've worked you know, yep. and studied with the wolves and, and, and so I've done so much instinctual yep. primalistic things for the last yep. 12 years. And then I try to like go to the other side of like the pet owners who, don't realize what they have at home with them. You know, like you said, right. like, you know, playing tug of war with a bunny, like it's, and they're looking at you like, what? It's just like, a, yeah, what's the matter? <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's interesting. It's like, it's just like a cat when they chase a mouse, like a cute little mouse. Right. Like I love right. animals. Yeah. I'm, I'm the type of person that will take a worm and put it to the other side of the road so they don't get hit. That's me. Yeah. I love animals, yep. but I'm also realistic yep. to the fact of like, when I see a little cute little mouse and then, you know, a cat comes up and destroys it and think it's fun. Like, I know that that's also the circle of life and part of nature. Right, right. So that's, yep. so what you're dealing with is something that a lot of dog owners deal with of how to bridge that gap of, I love them, but I don't want to hurt them. But that's where right. I try to tell people like, who does? Like, nobody really wants yeah. to actually do that unless they're insane. Um, right. So, so the communication barrier is what you're primarily dealing with, which is what most people deal with. Yep. Um, and so what you have to do is you just have to use the tools that are a little bit more effective and um, it's going to be more efficient for you. So I will send you okay. those prongs. Um, okay. And then what I would do is just apply those to your training okay. that you're already doing to have the ability to have that yep. control. Because that sounds okay. like that's what you're missing is they know yeah. heal. Um, they cause they we, do. Yeah. yeah. And, and so if they're just saying, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't really care about this right now, and they'll blow you off. Yeah. Very, very, very common. Happens all the time. It's the difference yep. between getting a little slap on the wrist for robbing somebody a million dollars or getting jail time for the rest of your life because of it. Right. The, conse- yep. the, conse- yep. the consequences that you get for your actions are how the world goes round, literally. The right. entire world yep. Even what with, even with what we're dealing with right now, we've all made a decision to well for the most part to say okay, this is yeah. what we have to do unless we're going to have uncontrollable right. circumstances of punishments for you know yeah. whatever. It's the same thing right. that we deal with, and dogs are the same exact way. So, yeah. um, so I think that that's going to be your missing piece. Uh, the other thing I would be working on is maybe just like a leave it command with them. Have you? Yep, uh, I've been doing. Yep, okay, I yep, great. I do that. Yep, and they're doing really well because I've instilled it. That's like I said. I told my son, please use that. Let's try mm-hmm. and stick to one thing yep. for them. Yep. So that they, you know, somebody's not screaming at them. Somebody's not ripping them out of the window. Somebody's not, you know. I'm like, let's just try and use that if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you wanna... know, I'm like. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just try to be consistent, continue to be consistent and, and, and be a leader for them. You know, make sure that you react um, the way that right. you would want a leader to react in a situation of, of stress and simulation when you're overworked and you're like, ah, you want to be, yeah. you know, very, very clear. Nope. Heal, yep. leave it, whatever. Um, yep. And so it sounds okay. like you're just missing that piece of, of, of discipline that a lot of people miss. Um, and I, always, I am. and I always ask that question. Um, you know, my, my dog does this, no matter what it is, put X there. doesn't matter. I say, okay, well, what, right. are, you, what are you doing about it? Well, right. um, anything like you can say anything, uh, uh, yelling at them, pulling on the leash, choking, them, whatever you're doing, you're trying to do. Well, does it right. work? No. Well, then you got to do something right. else. It's, 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 it's right. really, Absolutely. really right. that simple. The, the key to behavior modification with dogs on, on the, at the end of the day, um, making it really easy is if you have a problem and you're not doing anything that's affecting or being efficient or is working, then you have to switch up your toolbox. You have to right. switch up your, your style. You have to switch up what you're saying and what you're doing in order right. to modify that behavior unless it's never, ever, ever, ever going to go away. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, I said, no, I'm, I would like your help yeah. If you'll give it to me yeah. um, with that, because I don't, again, like I said, I have no idea one prong collar from the other. I don't know what the right one is for them. Um, I know, like, the sizing on the mm -hmm. nylon choke, but I don't know the proper, I mean, I saw how you put it around the dog's neck, but I don't know which, if I need to order it, I yeah. don't know what to get. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, I'll send you that, that information, uh, so you can order okay. it, uh, and I'll send you, I'll send you all that information for sure. And that's, that's probably Perfect. just what you're missing. And, and, and like I said, it's, it's, it sounds silly, but it's really that easy. I mean, if you're, okay. if you're dealing with, with a situation like this and, and it's not getting better and it's not, not, not getting better and you're trying right. and trying, it's, it's right. really just because, uh, you're not doing anything that's effective, uh, right. that's happening. So, yep. Um, I can do that. And then the other thing I would do is once you get your equipment um, later this week or however you order it, uh, you can send yep. me a, a couple pictures to make sure it's fit properly or you can um, send me a video on, on you handling and I'd be I'd be happy to give you advice and uh, maybe do some, some critiquing on how you're handling the situation as well. That sounds good too, yeah, because I said to my husband, I'd, I'd like, you know, if I did a FaceTime with him and did a training online, I can't hold the iPad and two dogs and go mm -hmm. out. The, you know, I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I understand. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot. I would need help, you know. Mm -hmm. to like, All right, guys, that's a wrap for today. Very nice conversation. Um, very insightful for me uh, to just work with somebody who's dealing with these challenges. And I hope you guys listened and liked it and you learned something from it. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, again, if you guys haven't yet, don't forget to enter to win free No Bad Dog swag as well as online sessions with me. Screenshot this, share it on your Instagram, leave a review to automatically be entered to win. Um, thank you guys so much again. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.